0: Fragments of Fright, Volume 3, is here. Go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright. Or go to com slash books. If you like scary stories THE PAINTING As a single guy who recently moved into an apartment for the first time, I immediately noticed that my living room wall was depressingly bare. I didn't have anything in regards to artwork, nor did I have the money to purchase anything worthwhile. So I was on the lookout for a large, cheap picture or painting or tapestry. Anything to cover up that cold, white, naked wall. I headed down to a local discount store. I was pretty sure they had some poster-sized pictures for around 20 bucks that would probably do the trick. On my way to the store, I passed through the old downtown section of my area and noticed a couple of paintings in the window of a small antique store. I remember when I was a kid that my dad used to brag about some of the steals of deals he got at antique stores, so I figured I'd stop and give this little place a look. The paintings in the window were really nice scenic pictures. One was old and worn. It was a picture of a lone wolf looking down on a snowy village under the shield of night. The picture next to it was of a woman sitting on a bench in a flower garden reading a book. It was exploding with colors and would definitely brighten up my apartment. I entered the small antique store. There was a wide variety of primitive items strewn about with no rhyme or reason, but I didn't really pay any attention to anything else. My mind was on the two paintings in the window. I'd take whichever one was cheaper. I hurried to the storefront window. For a few minutes I felt like a kid on Christmas morning anticipating a new present. Then I saw the price tag on the wolf painting. One hundred bucks. I slumped and crossed my fingers that the flower garden painting would be cheaper. And it was. By five dollars. Both were way out of my price range. I guess my disappointment was obvious because a voice called out to me about it. What has you so down, boy? I looked over at a scrawny old man behind the front counter. He had a crown of scraggly gray hair and was wearing a white buttoned-up shirt with a black vest. Oh, I had my eye on those paintings in the window, but they're both out of my price range. The old man grinned. Come on over here, boy. I have something you might like. As I curiously walked toward the old man, he pulled a gigantic painting out from behind the counter. Wow! It was twice as big as the paintings in the window, and it was beautiful. It featured a huge lake surrounded by trees. There was a man in a fishing boat at the far end of the lake. Beyond him was the lake's edge, and behind that, a lush forest capped off by a huge mountain. I loved it. It's amazing, but there's no way I can afford it. It's better than the ones in the window. The old man stared at me for a moment, pondering something. How much can you afford? I shrugged. Twenty bucks. The old man grinned. Sold. I was shocked. Seriously? The old man nodded. It's yours. I quickly withdrew $20 from my wallet and set it on the counter. Don't get me wrong. I'm thrilled to have it. I'm just curious as to why you're selling it to me for so cheap. He stared at me for a long moment before explaining. It gives me the creeps. I looked closely at the painting. There was nothing creepy about it at all. Quite the contrary. It was a daytime painting of a man fishing on a beautiful lake. But hey, I wasn't about to argue with the guy, I was beaming as I picked up my prize and waltzed out of the store. That evening I hung it up on my living room wall. It instantly transformed that cold prison-like room into an area that was warm, vibrant, and alive. On a normal night, I would have crashed on my couch and mindlessly vegged out to the television set. But instead, I found myself staring at the painting. It felt more like a window than a painting. It was peaceful. It set my mind at ease. Oh, to be the fisherman in that boat, enjoying a beautiful day, relaxing, catching that night's dinner fresh from the calming lake. I fell asleep looking at the painting. The next morning I woke up and the first thing I saw was the painting, but something was off about it. I couldn't quite place my finger on it at first, but then it dawned on me. Was the fisherman farther away? He was still in his boat, but the boat was smaller and closer to the back shore in the painting. Of course, that didn't make any sense. Maybe it was a trick of the lighting? It was a bright day out, and I had been staring at it during nighttime. I went to work that day, but wasn't very productive. My mind was elsewhere. It was on that painting. Why did it appear so different in the morning? I was anxious to get back home and look closer. When I arrived home, I hurried to the painting and studied it. At first, I thought it looked the same. The boat was smaller and more distant, much like it had been that morning, but... It appeared as though it had shifted slightly toward the left of the painting. There was also something else that caught my eye. There was a figure standing on the lake shore at the back of the painting, just in front of the forest's edge. I couldn't make it out well, so I grabbed a magnifying glass and looked much closer. And sure enough, there was a dark silhouette of a person standing there, as if they had just emerged from the forest and was watching the fishermen. This was subtle so perhaps it had always been there and I never noticed it. Once again I found myself sitting on the couch that night staring at the painting studying every single detail. If it were to change again I would be certain. The next morning the change in the painting was not subtle. The figure that had previously been nothing more than a small, shadowy silhouette in the distance was now standing prominently on the edge of the shoreline and could be seen well. It was a man dressed in black, wearing a white, featureless mask. The figure was holding a hatchet and was staring out at the innocent fisherman in his boat who seemed to be oblivious to the masked man's appearance. What was going on? I drove to the antique store from which I had bought the painting hoping to find some answers from the old man who sold it to me. But when I approached the store, I was greeted with a closed sign on the front door. The windows that had housed the paintings that drew me to the store were bare. I peered in through the store's window to discover that the entire store was empty. My imagination started to run wild. Perhaps the old man achieved his goal, ridding himself of that demented painting. Then he cut and run to assure himself of never having to see it again. Those thoughts were complete nonsense, of course. At least I hope that was the case. When I arrived back home and walked toward the picture, my mouth fell agape as I sucked in a shocked breath. The picture had transformed again in a horrifying way. The fisherman's boat sat empty in the middle of the lake. The masked man stood triumphantly at the edge of the shore, raising his hatchet in one hand and the bloody, decapitated head of the fisherman in the other. No! He killed him! The murderous bastard killed him! My instinct was to tear the painting off the wall and toss it in the dumpster out back, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I found myself compelled to wait and see what happened next. The next morning I woke up to find that the masked man was gone from the painting along with any evidence of his carnage. It was back to a serene, beautiful image, albeit without the fisherman. It stayed that way for several days to the point where I began to question my sanity. Perhaps what I was now seeing had always been the painting... Maybe the shifting imagery had all been in my mind. Was I going crazy? Did I have some kind of a stroke? Those questions were answered for me the next day when the painting altered again. I arrived home from work and stopped in my tracks when I saw the deranged mask man within the painting once more. This time, he was closer. He had moved to the foreground of the painting His back was to me as he looked out over the tranquil waters, no doubt waiting eagerly for another potential victim to show up. I felt helpless as I watched the painting night after night, hoping nobody else would arrive at the lake to be butchered by him. It was late at night just before I went to bed when I looked at the painting and felt a chill run down my spine. The masked man had turned around. He was now facing me. I couldn't see his eyes through the shadow cast by the prominence of the creepy white featureless mask. But I knew he was watching me. He could see me. He was watching me through the window of the painting just as I was watching him. I didn't sleep that night. I just stared back at the killer in the mask as he watched me. I occasionally dozed off, and every time I opened my eyes... The masked killer was a step closer, and closer, and closer. Within a day, the painting was nothing more than a close-up of the masked man staring at me. The front of his mask was pressed up against the painting, watching me, not unlike the way he observed the fisherman before he slaughtered him. He could really see me, and he wanted to kill me. For several days, the painting remained the same eerie image of the masked man glaring at me, and then suddenly one morning, I woke up, and the masked man was gone. The painting was back to the lovely image of a quiet lake surrounded by a soothing lush forest. In the middle of the lake sat an empty boat, the haunting reminder of what should never have occurred in such a calm and peaceful world. This left me with a terrifying thought. Did the sinister masked man simply move to a section of the painting's world that I could not see? Or did he find a way into my world? As I pondered that question, I heard the loud creak of someone stepping up behind me. Most of my books are now available as audiobooks. Go to com slash audiobooks. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them. And most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to com. Slash books. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com slash support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support.